Welcome back to our podcast, Cheeky Vibe, Peaceful Life. My name is Lauren Mazadonsky, and today I have a special guest for you guys, and her name is Stacy Millard. Welcome, Stacy. Hi, Lauren. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to get into this conversation because we started talking before and I was like, we just need to get on because this is so good. Um, so tell our listeners a little bit about you and, and what you do. Yeah, absolutely. So my name is Stacy Millard. I was a CPA for many years, a small business owner, multi-passionate entrepreneur, mom of two girls and a wife. And I help small businesses with finding the ease in business. I've been there. I grew a seven-figure business and subsequently sold it. So I really help businesses find that level of success. And through all of the work that I did running that business and personal development, I got obsessed with finding ways to live a good life. And that also led me to owning a company called Love Powered Co., where we really help women and families through mindfulness and affirmations and my goal with that business next year is to just like create a new way of life. We hear so many families are like so busy and stressed out and I'm like, it doesn't have to be like this. So that's what I, who I am and what I'm up to. I love that. And I love the cards. They're so beautiful. And I have two girls, so I can totally, totally relate to that and trying to even teach more of that mindfulness to them. Um, so I will definitely make sure our listeners get to see your beautiful cards. Um, oh, but it was so excited about this topic today because it's something that's been on my heart and we started talking and I think it is so important of really focusing on like the personal development mindset in your business to stay out of like the hustle and just that like treading water. Like I told you how I felt in the past. So let's dive into that a little bit. Yeah. So I've worked with thousands of business owners over the years. So when I say this trend, it's like, it's kind of proven. So many business owners start with like accidental entrepreneurship. They go in out of like, I need money or I have to get out of this job or a passion for what they do, but they're not really like, not fully aware of what it takes to run a business. So they're not like, yeah, I'm going to run a business and do everything. Right. And they go in and this, they're doing this accidentally. And it leads to some discomfort of like, this isn't going well. It's more than what I thought. And that's when the personal development journey usually starts. It's like, okay, this has to be easier. Like maybe if I just changed my mindset or if I thought more positive or I high five myself in the mirror, maybe I'll be happier every day. And so I love that, you know, we're kind of getting this like healing journey and personal growth really through growing a business. Um, and for me, that started with, I don't, don't know if you know of the book by Brendan Burchard, but high performance habits. I was like, if I could just do more in my business and get more done, it would be easier. And that, that was where my journey started. Lots of people, it's like Tony Robbins and Mel Robbins and Jay Shetty and like some of those names that you see on Instagram and they really start pouring into you. But what I really learned, you know, through multiple years of that is it like it goes so much deeper and if you're okay talking about this, like I, this yeah. one piece I said was like, I was 36 years old when I figured out about my nervous system, like, man, I wish we could teach our kids this and something I'm starting to teach my kids about. But, you know, the journey takes you through so many places. It starts one place, but it usually goes so many others. And the nervous system is such like a huge part of that. 
And something that I really discovered this year that I was like, every single business owner needs to understand it. Like not just fight or flight when you're talking like, you know, you're young and you're like, oh yeah, like I feel like I could just run. And you kind of have this concept, but in your day-to-day operation as like a human being and a business owner, if you really understand how your nervous system works and how you operate, how your body actually functions when you're stressed in that fight or flight state, or if you're overwhelmed, what your body is actually doing, it gives you so much power to kind of move between the states to be like, I don't really want to be shut down now. So what do I want to do about it? Or even to like create a lifestyle where um, you put some habits in place so you can move more freely so that stress doesn't bother you as much. You can come back to that, you know, regulated, calm state more easily. So that's one area that I'm like every business owner needs to look into this and truly understand it. So what are some practices that you put in place to start working on that? Because I can totally relate to that feeling. Yeah. So for me, I had a lot of traumatic events from childhood to like my late 20s, early 30s happen. And I can definitely say I lived in this state of like surviving Mm -hmm. and fight or flight. Like I woke up in the morning. I thought it was like, okay, I'm ready to go. But it wasn't actually it was more like, okay, what tiger is after me today? And so the very, very, very first thing for me and anybody who's kind of in that state is building capacity. People used to say like, oh, take a day off. I'm like, I can't take a day off. Like, you've got to be kidding me. That doesn't feel safe to me. So building capacity looks like, you know, one inch at a time. Maybe it's taking a breath every time you get out of your chair or setting a reminder for you to just like look around the room and realize that, okay, like it's called orienting. Just realize like I'm actually here, come back into your body and be present. So that was one of the very first things. Um, And then it kind of expands on based on where you're at and what you need, but creating that capacity is, is the first part. And then if you do any research on like the vagus nerve, this that's what kind of dictates your ability to go from like regulated to stressed and back to regulated quickly again. So it might be things like humming or a small meditation, huge fan of breath work. If mm-hmm. you've seen any of the stuff online, you were talking about breath work, but it's like it's basically meditation for people who aren't, you know, meditators because meditation is actually more of an advanced skill. So it's like helps you concentrate and focus. That's what um, I liked about breath work is yeah. mine. I'm so ADD with meditation. I just, I wander too much and I don't need to think about all those things right now. So the breath work is something that I have to focus on that I can't wander. Um, and that has felt amazing in my body. Yeah. And I mean, like a guided meditation for me kind of felt good, but mm-hmm. breath work feels way better. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So it could be those things. It could just be getting out in nature. But again, like building capacity, because if you told me to take a 15 minute walk at lunch at the start of that journey, it wouldn't have felt like I had time to do it. It wouldn't have felt safe. So um, there's there's just like so much, I guess, to kind of understanding that. But once you dive in, you start recognizing the state of your body. You can feel like, oh, wow, I'm getting kind of worked up and Um, one of the techniques that I use with my daughters often, like teaching them about their nervous system is when they're getting angry, like often we need an outlet, we've got that energy pulsing through your body, you're kind of in 
that like dysregulated state and you need to get rid of it. So simply just pushing on the wall, it actually lets the energy out of your body and it's a healthy outlet instead of just telling a child like calm down. So it's so funny, like hearing my daughters when I start to get angry, they're like, push the wall, mom, push the wall. But it is so helpful in terms of just like, okay, I got rid of that. And now I can take a deep breath and come back so quickly. And the more that we learn as adults, the more that we teach children and the better off they'll be, right? Yeah, I agree. Because I heard from a friend, um, my my girls can kind of be highly emotional. So when they kind of get worked up, my friend suggested, and she heard it from her kid's counselor, um, to smell the cookie. Like, so they have their cookie, they're smelling it and they're blowing on it because it's hot. And yeah. it was cute because at first my kids kind of thought it was funny. So I like saw them relaxing. So now it's like when they kind of get worked up, but now it's kind of, I like it because it's teaching a little bit of that breath work too, that the more I learn about that, I want to teach that to them. So they don't have to, you know, wait until like me, I didn't learn about my body like that until after my divorce. And like you said, it was the slower path of self-awareness through my personal development journey. Then it was like my mindset. And now it's like stepping into that next level of like breath work. Yeah. And I think when you start on the journey of like learning about yourself, um, I don't know, I'm in my mid thirties and I kind of learned to just exist. Like life happened and then you did your best to exist through it. But now I really see things a little differently. So like my kids do a pretty similar technique of like smell the flower, blow the feather. Um, but then it goes a step further than that is like, I realized like, okay, well this feels good and I can use it to kind of like help me with my reactions to situations. But like, what about just maybe not reacting at all? So now, you know, we're in the car and instead of rushing, because that was like our way is like, everything is scheduled. You got to rush, rush, rush. But now we're going to walk into the grocery store. I know there's going to be a hundred things. My oldest has ADHD. Like she's going to be distracted a thousand different ways. We're going to run into people. Like it's just going to, it's going to be a thing. So instead of going in and just being like, okay, I've got tools to use when it gets out of control. We also stop. We take a breath, couple, like three inhales and exhales, just like regulate ourselves, have that calm energy going in instead of a rushed energy. And I'm like, okay, remember what's important. So like it's at the top of our minds. So that's what I mean is like, it doesn't just have to be a reaction. It can actually be also a way of like setting yourself up for success. So you don't have to use breath work just to bring yourself back. You can actually use it like in advance. Yeah. I love that. That's so good because I do feel so rushed all the time. I mean, sometimes yeah. even just getting them out the door into the bus, when I come back, it's like, okay, I need to take mommy back down. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if anybody else feels this. And like, you know, the internet is such a wonderful place. We have so much at our hands, like even learning about breath work, like the internet gives us this ability, but we're almost on overload all the time. There's so much information coming at us. And really what I've learned has made us the most happy is editing our lives in a way where we're actually just removing things you know yeah the kids want to be in 75 different sports but like we just we say no to it we come back to a simpler life we spend that time um maybe more disconnected we're purposeful like about turning on the radio even the first thing we do is connect we have conversations how was your day we actually have that connection first we make priority out of it and then you know we'll find something everybody can jam out to but 
it's like instead of just existing and kind of like going through the day it's it's really about bringing purpose of like okay why are we doing this mm-hmm. whether it's in your business or in your personal life I think that's a good question for any part of yeah. your life really because yeah. we do we get so used to the the habits of just same thing like going in the car like driving to the grocery store you go the same way every time it's things become so habit that we don't even like think about it. it's just part of our day so asking yeah. yourself why am I doing this I think is a great question yeah and when you start editing it's like all of a sudden it shows up more and more I feel like it's a continuous thing like habits creep in you decide that they don't work for you you see them out right yeah well, let's take it in another direction too, because we talked about it also being more focused in our our, our day-to-day work tasks, because it's so easy to be like, I'm just working all day, right? But where can some of this or what else do you feel really helps you to stay focused to get more that intentional work done so you don't feel like you're just working all the time? Yeah. So number one is that I would say is like, even just an awareness of you do not need to work all the time. I think I said, like, I have not met a business owner who has to work nearly as much as what they say they do to survive. They're either, you know, not taking help when they could have it or when you're in the biggest piece is like when you're in a state of stress of that fight flight, your brain literally the chemical makeup this is what I want people to know literally the chemicals that are happening are preventing you from seeing solutions it Mm -hmm. so that's where it's like so key instead of focusing on like well how do I strategize my way out of this or how do I you know get these tasks done so it makes it easier no focus on your body bringing yourself back to like that regulated state where now you can see the solution. So taking time off, right? If you don't feel safe to do that, at least building some capacity of like, I'm going to just work the morning. Because as soon as you can bring yourself back, you're going to start seeing solutions. And then once you're there, it's like maintaining it. So setting some solid boundaries of not working through lunch breaks, you know, being present when you're eating, taking breaks for water. When you're having a glass of water, if like we have affirmation cards, I love looking at the cards because it's just like it brings you back to that happy state. Have a glass of water, look at an affirmation card. You can build in so many habits like that. Um, I mentioned the book from Brendan Burchard and one of the things he suggests is every time you walk through a doorway, you know, kind of just taking a breath, dropping your shoulders, being more present. So it's all those small habits of just like, coming back into seeing the world around you and not getting on that like runaway train of work, 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 because you're probably missing the big picture. Yeah. Well, I just feel like then I just get distracted Mm -hmm. by other things. And it's like, if I could even just have 30 minutes, like you said, do this focus time and then maybe go fill up my water. Even just that little bit of break would probably help me stay more focused because I know I can get off track, especially if I'm working in my office by myself. Yeah. So, I mean, for myself, I very much, if I have detailed work I need to do, I have to turn off all my notifications. I put my phone on do not disturb. Um, The music goes on so I don't get distracted. And I, you know, start with that task and a timer, 30 minutes. I'm like, okay, 30 minutes. And I don't know if you've ever meditated, but they say like, you know, your thoughts are going to come up, you're supposed to clear your mind, and then thoughts are going to come up and you say, Oh, I see you thought now I'm just going to put you aside, like be gentle about it. That's how I treat myself with 
concentration because I think it's actually like a muscle that's built up. You get better at it as you as you practice it. So you're going to get distracted. And you're like, oh, I see that. Okay, I'm closing that screen. I'll do that later. Here's a little jot note. But no, I'm coming back to this work. And the more that you practice it, the easier it gets. That's good. I like that. Another thing you said I wanted to circle back to is you said about getting like help in your business too. Now, since you obviously know the money side of things too, do you have any recommendations that are maybe like first kind of things that are good to delegate out or anything around that? Yeah, for sure. So uh, I love numbers. Um, The way I would explain it is something that's going to have like what we call a return on investment. So sometimes that's giving you energy back or sometimes it's giving you time back. But I want to preface this by saying like, I am not a fan of the coaches or like any advice that's like, okay, you want to have success in your business this year, you need a cleaning person and you can't get your own groceries and you got to have all this done and you have to focus on your business. Like that's not really my model. I think a lot of people burn themselves out financially because they've paid for all this stuff, but they're not making any money. So the very first thing you have to do is like look at the finances and like what might you have the capacity for? So usually that is like you're making some money and you could be making more. So I would replace it with like taking something off your plate that you can pay somebody that's a lower dollar per hour, something that's easy to find and that you could make more per hour. So often those tasks tend to be administrative. They might be, you know, something around the house where you're like, I'm doing all these things and I don't need to be, but they are like, you can pay somebody less than what you make. Right. So that would be where I start. Um, and usually I try to do it within the business. So hiring like a VA for fractional, you know, five hours a week of helping you with your email inbox, something that you're like, oh, okay, I, this is going to really free up some money and some energy for me. Yeah. I like that you added in the energy piece because really, even if it's just five hours, it might be some of those tasks. Like personally for me, like if I'm on Canva or something and that's taking me a longer period of time. Maybe I can give that to someone else and stay in, in my strength. And then it's not suck an energy suck and a time suck. I, I like that. That's, that's great advice. Yeah. And super powerful when you can find somebody who's an expert at it. So like maybe it's taking you five or 10 hours and it takes them three, yeah. um, your return on your investment. You're like, Oh, I'm spending a little bit, but I gain a lot of hours back. Imagine what you could do in those extra 10 hours. Right. Um, I don't know if you are a fan of like Chris Harder, super successful businessman, and I love him. And I was listening to his podcast yesterday and he's like, there's three things no business owner should do. One of them being your website and one of them being your bookkeeping and taxes. So, um, you know, there's there's skill sets. If you notice the theme of those is like skill set. They the, These people are skilled in what they do. So that's the other pieces. You shouldn't be spending a lot of time when those people took 10,000 hours to build up that ability to know what they're doing. You're not going to do it as well. And it could really be costing you a lot of money. Oh yeah. When it comes to the money stuff, bookkeeping, taxes, I always tell my girl, I'm like, I couldn't do this without you. And I don't want to, like, <laughs> I want you yeah. to do all the, all the money stuff. <laughs> 
But, you know, like I think business is so unique. So even with that is like the website, like, do you have to have a website to run a business? Like, depending if you're a coach, like you don't really need a website. People, you know, you've got you've got a couple landing pages and people can contact you on Instagram and it's there where they can access it. That's that's the point of a website. So also just a huge fan of like, don't make it complicated. When you say that though about complicated, do you feel though sometimes that we want to perfect all those things so we don't have to quite show up yet? Well, a thousand percent. And I also think that when we are starting out in business, there's this level of like, I don't know, it would be like going to your doctor and being like, well, you're wrong. There's so many people out there selling websites and selling that and saying like, you need a website, it's going to get you sales that you actually don't know to say like, hey, I don't actually need that. Does that make any sense? Mm -hmm. So you're kind of like stumbling through it. So the best you can do is be like, do I actually need this? Can I see my business working without this? Yeah. Yeah. Especially because then if you're just putting more money into things where like we just talked about, instead of investing in a big fancy website, where could you put that maybe into the VA for a few hours to move forward faster? Yeah. And I say this with like risk of the fact that I had a website created this year and then reiterated it. And I'll tell you, like, I've never brought anybody into my world through my website. People come into my world through Instagram and through referrals. And as long as I make what I do accessible to them that way or through like a landing page, which is significantly less than a website, you know, then they're happy to work with me. Yeah. Because they come to you for the confidence in your skill set, not because your website looks pretty. Yes, 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 yes. One other thing I want to touch on that you said, because I think we're both passionate about, you know, just small businesses. Um, Yeah. So you also mentioned earlier, like how they can affect like our communities. Yeah. So I've been working with small businesses for 15 years. And really what I see is that the impact that a small business can have is so exponential. Like large businesses, they're like, you know, they're a train. You try to get them to stop or change direction and it's it's impossible. So a lot of the time they miss things that are important to communities. Like it's just now in 2023 that they're figuring out that work-life balance is important and small business owners have been reflecting on that for years. So I'm really passionate about pouring into them because that's where you see them focusing on some of those things that are like socio important, like um, in terms of like giving donations back to communities, they, they give back proportionately, they give back way more. You see them actually having an impact. You see the way that they operate is just so different in terms of like, they really, really want to do well for people. They want to see their customers and their clients really happy with what they have. It's more about the human experience to them than about making money. And I think that's incredibly important. Yeah. And a lot of the um, networking groups, even like locally in town or online that I'm in, I noticed too, like so much more collaboration and being able to really support business, each other in business. And then locally, then it just helps everyone shine even more. People are getting more exposure. So it's something I've really loved about collaborating with other small businesses. Yeah, absolutely. It's like that human instead of a machine, right? So getting to work with real people and human connection is like one of our most basic needs. So I love it. 
Yeah. So is there anything else that you want to leave with our listeners? If I wanted to leave you with one thing, it would just really be that if you're in the state of like just getting by or surviving and maybe you don't even realize that it's a struggle right now, but maybe after this podcast, you're like, oh, I think it could be better. I just, I would really want people to know that it it can be easier even when it feels like there's a lot of pressure from the outside world to do certain things and achieve certain things. There's so much um, kind of relief and happiness that comes from settling into yourself, treating your body well and treating your mind well. So it can be easier. That is so good. That's definitely a focus of mine this year because circling back to what you said about like the fight or flight, I don't know that I really realized that I was in it for so long but then my body just got used to it. And now like adding in that breath work, I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't feel like my insides are like shaking. Yeah. So true. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you so much, but I want to make sure our listeners know where they find you and where they can find um, Love Powered Co. Yeah, for sure. So on Instagram, if you're looking for small business tips, it's Stacy S-T-A-C-I dot Millard. And Love Power Co. is Love Power Co. as well on Instagram. And just looking forward to pouring into everybody in both those ways. Awesome. Well, thank you, Stacey, so much for joining us. And to our listeners, as always, stay cheeky.